0: Hello, hello, you're listening to Power Banking, the podcast for women leaders who work within male-dominated industries, and I'm your host, President of Zero Gap. My name is Jacqueline Twilly. I'm so excited that you're joining us today. A few weeks ago, I was flying from Dallas to Chicago, and I hit all sorts of flight delays. To kick things off, the day before my flight, I received a notification that my flight was canceled. That's right, not delayed, just straight up canceled. So I knew at that moment I was going to be in for, I guess you could say, an adventure. So I get to the airport the next day at a later time, which worked out fine for me. And I was so excited that I'm getting to my destination. It's, I thought it was going to be a journey. And here it is, smooth sailing. Well, six minutes before boarding time, the alert on my phone tells me that my flight has been canceled again. So I head to the counter and the person tells me, oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You have to go to that line over there. So with the left index finger pointed to this really long line with one person at the counter, I just smiled because I had already prepared myself that I was going to be in for a journey. Y'all, people were losing it. It was one lady at the counter. And you, if you've been in an airport when flights are canceled, you know exactly what I'm talking about, how people get loud, how they start name calling, they start shouting, they just... Just lose it altogether. So I finally get up to the lady 45 minutes later and I explain to her my situation. And I said, I understand that some flights have been canceled, but some flights are taking off to my destination. And I really got to get to Chicago because I'm keynoting a conference. And the lady could care less. And so my negotiation hat went on in the moment I thought this is definitely a negotiation and this person is aggravated because people have been rude to her person after person giving her attitude and just talking all mean and crazy so I told her listen I know you're tired you're probably exhausted because you just had all of those people saying not so nice things to you and I'm sorry for that I'm wondering what can we do to get me to my destination At that point when I said, what can we do to get me to my destination? I was using a negotiation tactic of using inclusive language. So research from Margaret Neal at Stanford University tells us that women are excellent negotiators when they negotiate on behalf of someone else. And on the flip side of that, men are excellent negotiators when they negotiate for themselves. So you can probably imagine where I'm going with this. In representational negotiations, men don't perform as well as women do. And on individual negotiations, when one is negotiating for self, women don't do as well as men. And part of that is because of our societal norms that women are caretakers and they're caregivers. So... I knew in that moment, if I used inclusive language based on the research, I was more likely to get this gate agent to have empathy and help me because I used words to put us on the same team. Now, I actually told her at one point, we are on the same team. And y'all, the look on her face was like, what? <laughs> (laughs) But I wasn't, you know, my my voice was calm, and I wasn't like the other people. So it did disarm her a bit. And she was able to think clearly, because let's be honest, when someone is yelling at you, using profanity at you and being mean and nasty, your emotions rise. And so we've talked about emotional intelligence before on this podcast. And so recognizing what other people's emotions are triggered is very key to understanding any type of negotiation. So it's took us a while. She told me no at least five times. And I kept asking questions. What else can we do? Are there any other options? What about this? What about that? At one point, after I kept telling her we are a team, what can we do? I pulled out a tool. Now tools in negotiation can be handy. Oftentimes, these tools are referred to as facts. I pulled out my phone and I went to my friend Google.com to see which flights were leaving Dallas headed to Chicago. And in that moment, I recognized that there were several flights that were still taking off. So I asked her to look up the flight numbers that I saw that had not been canceled, hoping that the information that I was seeing on my phone was the most up to date information. And lo and behold, you won't believe this. There was one seat left headed to Chicago, but it was in a different class. So the client that I was working for um, booked me on economy, which is totally fine for me. I'm not a super diva. And this one seat was a first class seat. So she told me, Oh, I'm sorry, even though there's a seat on the plane, there's nothing I can do because you don't have first class. And when I offered to pay for the upgrade, she said the only problem was, it was on a different airline. So because of how they do their system booking one airline booking me on another airline, the problem will lie in I couldn't, um, she couldn't take my payment for another airline for the upgrade. So she would have to manually put me on and she did not want to do that. Even though we had become friends and we were on a team. So fast forward to the story, I asked her, is there anything you can do? Is there anyone who could approve this? And I just kept asking questions. She kept saying, no. I never got upset. I stayed calm. I kept thanking her. Thank you for finding this flight. Thank you for this. Thank you for explaining this to me. I know we're going to figure this out. Again, I kept using inclusive language. So at some point, she asked several people around her, "How, how could I do this? What can I do? And a couple of people told her what to do. And voila, I went from canceled flights to first class to my destination. I was able to review my presentation and my notes on the flight, which put me in a great headspace um, for the presentation that I did the next day. So y'all, the moral of the story is I'm going to break down a couple of negotiation strategies is take the temperature of the room. You know, timing matters. I recognized that the place I was at in line after all of these angry people had yelled and cussed and been nasty to this woman. I recognized that I was up against someone who is very guarded and who had been triggered emotionally because it wasn't her fault that the weather was bad and that these flights were canceled. So people were taking their anger out on her. That was lesson number one. My emotional radar went up. The next thing is I... Used inclusive language, okay, and so that means different things in different situations. But in this case, I kept referring to us as a team because I know that I was more willing, more likely to get her to help me if I could get her to let her emotion down a little bit because she had been guarded, rightfully so. And then the next thing is I kept asking questions after each no, I kept asking, Is there any? other way are there any other options what else can we do I kept thinking outside of the box going a step deeper what else can we do and when it seemed like we had exhausted all options I pulled out a tool I went to the fax and I looked at other flights that were taking off and then in even in that, we hit another roadblock. And so because I kept asking questions, because I was so calm, I was able to get to my destination without a hitch. So that's it. That's how I went from canceled flights to first class. And I am happy to share with you all that the presentations went well. I got amazing feedback and it was just a phenomenal trip for me to share in the knowledge of women in engineering and construction to teach negotiation strategy, but also to be a part of some really engaging conversations surrounding diversity and inclusion. And more importantly, these sessions at the conference, they were solution sessions. And y'all, there is nothing more than I like than going to a conference and talking about solutions with decision makers. So until next time, continue to emulate excellence And eliminate excuses. This episode is brought to you by Don't Leave Money on the Table Negotiation Strategies for Women in Male Dominated Industries. Okay, yes, that is my book. It comes out on August 22nd, 2019, later this year. If you're listening to this after that date, no problem. Head over to JacquelineTwillie.com or Amazon to order the book. And the reason why I'm sponsoring this episode is because, hey, I got to keep the bills paid. And so I do that in part by uh, selling products like the book. So if you enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to pre-order the book, Don't Leave Money on the Table. Just head over to JacquelineTwilly.com. All of the details are there. And if you'd like to bring me to your company to engage in the live experience of Don't Leave Money on the Table, this is not just a salary conversation, but we do cover that. We also get into the core of business negotiation strategy, avoiding the mistakes engaging in best practices, and most importantly, setting up a successful negotiation framework.